Welcome to another episode of Breakaway from the Rat Race. And today I have the pleasure and the honor to meet uh, and speak with uh, Rich Fetke, uh, the co-CEO of Real Wealth Network. Um, Real Wealth Network has been a three-time Inc. 5000 ranked uh, real estate investment company. They have 27 employees and like oh, 22 employees and over 37 uh, members. Um, so that's, that's very, very impressive. Uh, Rich is also a licensed real estate broker. Uh, he's also a master certified business coach. He's the author of uh, Extreme Success that was published in 2002. And uh, of course, uh, he's been featured in USA Today, Entrepreneur Magazine, Wall Street Journal, very successful and co-CEO with uh, Kathy Fetke of Real Wealth Network and, and also co-parenting uh, to uh, two daughters and stuff like that. So Rich, welcome to, uh, to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. Mm -hmm. So I want to get started and kind of, uh, if you can tell us a little bit more about Real Wealth Network and how you got started and why really uh, Real Wealth Network, why you decided to start Real Wealth Network. Well, you know, it was, Kathy likes to say it was out of desperation, <laughs> which is an interesting one, which, you know, I can see why she would say that. Um, back in 2002, like you mentioned, I had my book uh, published by Simon & Schuster. So I landed a big publishing deal and I was, a, I had been a, a business coach for about 10 years at that time and had really just ridden, risen to the top of the coaching industry, which I was really grateful for. And that led to giving keynote speeches and then this book deal with Simon & Schuster. So I was really just on top of my game, feeling great. And then uh, I noticed this freckle, I'm a redhead, so I had lots of freckles, but this one freckle kind of stood out. So I went in and got it checked and uh, it was melanoma, which is not the worst thing, you know, they can do surgeries and everything, but the doctor asked me to get uh, a CT scan to make sure it hadn't spread. And that CT scan had shown uh, four masses in my liver. And so I had to wait a couple of weeks and do another test and ultrasound that also was showing these four masses. And so um, my doctor said, yeah, you need to meet with an oncologist. And that oncologist said, um, it looks like it has spread to your liver. And if so, you got about six months to live. So Kathy was a stay-at-home mom. We had our two daughters at that time. One was seven, one was three. And so Kathy's like, what am I going to do if you're not here? What am I going to do for finances? And so she had this small radio show. It was like a hobby of hers. And she would interview people about different areas of uh, personal development. And so she had some guests on uh, and she made her focus about wealth. And so mm -hmm. how can you, how can you create wealth? And she, she found out that the more people she interviewed who were wealthy, they made their money through real estate. And then she had a mortgage broker on her show and he taught her about investing in rental properties. So she came home and all excited and said, I think this might be the solution. And that's yeah. what turned her on to real estate originally. And, uh, it was a false positive. Um, the, the doctors thought these masses on my liver were cancer, but they weren't. They're something that most of the population had, but like all of us have these little hemangiomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was enough of a shock for uh, to really kick Kathy in the butt and just say like, oh, yeah, whatever the C word floats around, it's never a good thing. Never yeah. a good thing. No, it was a freaky time. So, yeah. so with that, Kathy and I went out, we bought some uh, rental properties in Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, she actually had Kiyosaki on her show and she was interviewing Kiyosaki and he said, uh, you should sell your high priced California properties. He said, that's what he was doing mm -hmm. and invest in Texas. And this was yeah. back in 2003. 
And so we started to do that. And then we started to have friends ask us how we did it. And so one day we just were talking saying, wouldn't it be great to create this, you know, a little network of investors where we support each other and we can help educate each other. And what we thought was going to be a couple hundred investors, we now today we have over 54,000 members oh, at Real Wealth. Oh, not 37. Okay. Yeah, 54,000 <laughs> members we just passed. It just, it blows my wow. mind. Congratulations. How many people we've helped. So it's, uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of what, what was the formation of it. And, you know, we started small. We were just helping people buy a couple uh, single family rental properties around and, mm -hmm. um, you know, and it just grew. We started doing syndications. We started to help um, more people. And yeah, now our members have acquired over a billion dollars in assets. It's, wow. it's really phenomenal. Wow. Yeah, your real wealth network is something very unique, I think, on the market. I mean, you're not you're not a turnkey provider. You're not a... Uh, and you're not a traditional syndicator that, uh, you know, some of the big ones that we see out there. You have right. some big project, big syndication projects that you're doing. I know you were doing one in Nevada. There was one in Costa Rica as well that yeah. I remember. Mm -hmm. And um, but really your focus is is really uh, is pretty unique. I think it's because it's it's focused on education. Yeah. It's focused on coaching. It's for it's really I mean, the key to real wealth network network is really what it is. It's, it's a network not only of investors, but also of partners and turnkey providers in some key markets in the US. Yeah, uh, you also bring in like lawyers and like CPAs and tax people and insurance, you know, all all these people. Uh -huh. So you're, yeah. It's very unique. Your business model is very unique. And um, you you are truly like a network of all these things. And on top of that, you provide the coaching and guidance for your people to uh, for your members to basically, uh, you know, get get real estate and achieve financial freedom and retire and all that yeah stuff. that's why we call it real wealth we want to help yeah. people create real wealth which we see as not just making a ton of money it's also having freedom to live life yeah. on your own terms so that was that's been our focus and our purpose since day one since 2003 mm -hmm. and yeah i mean we are a we are a real estate brokerage and um, but our focus is to kind of be the anti-guru, really. We saw so many gurus at these real estate clubs yeah. selling outdated programs and telling people to run to the back of the room and way back then, and it was just it just made us gag. <laughs> so yeah. we oh, just yeah. said, you know, let's do it differently. So we provided it was a free membership, free education. Um, we produced over 800 webinars to yeah. educate people for free. And so basically what we do is once we educate people and we have about 18 different markets that we refer to different mm -hmm. separate companies, we just get a typical real estate broker referral fee. So yeah. we help them find their clients. We help our members find the properties and yeah. every, it's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I think it's, that's excellent. And I went to a couple of your, uh, your presentations when, you know, in the days before COVID, I don't know if you remember, but you were allowed to gather in small oh, yeah. groups, <laughs> I remember that. in large groups. Yeah, so I, I remember going, uh, going to a few of those and it was really uh, refreshing. I think to see you and Kathy actually speak uh, to the people uh, it was, yeah, it was, it's completely different. It's not, you don't feel like, and you're not, you're not being sold to, you're truly being kind of like coached, educated and, uh, and communicated. So I think it's, I think it was fantastic. Awesome. Even, no, I'm glad, yeah. glad you liked it. Yeah. It's, because it's always even, been our focus to treat people the way we want to be treated. You oh know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> And Kathy, I know Kathy was, uh, when she was also presenting, she was, uh, 
she was presenting on some i forget what she was presenting about but it was um maybe market predictions 100% familiar with the topic yeah and she oh, yeah, was she just very honest she had a she had somebody that was very uh very knowledgeable by her side and then i forget what the topic was but uh, you know but she was very honest and said well i'm not i don't know the answer to that and you know <laughs> That was yeah, that's amazing. Authentic. I that's love amazing. that about her. I, I love that. No, it's just that's how it is, and that's how we want to. Yeah, I mean, you're really a role model. I think for uh, also how we do business with uh, and how we treat our the people that are following us as well. So mm, we want awesome. to. Yeah, we just want to educate them, and we want to be as transparent as we can, and then you know have them uh, kind of guide them towards what the best decision we think it is, or at least some options and have referred them to a professional. If they need. Yeah. And then it always works. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Kathy's definitely the, the real estate expert in our relationship <laughs> and in our company. Yeah. So she's obsessed with studying uh, market economics, market timing, what's happening. Yeah. And so she's always doing her, you know, annual predictions, which she just did for our yeah, network. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a chance to look at that, but yeah. Mm -hmm. It's great. Yeah. The replay is still available on the website, you know, and will be, so it's, it's great. Yeah. It's our most attended webinar of the year, every year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. So that's her focus. And my focus is always, it's always kind of been behind the scenes, working with our team, working with the leaders at Real Wealth on how we can grow a better company and better mm -hmm. serve our members. Yeah. So that sounds very good. And you, you are normally uh, this time of the year too. You do a you do a presentation as well that is a little bit more in uh, more personal and more. Uh, you were I think that last presentation I saw you at this time of the year you were talking about different books and more like about um, organization or or uh, motivation. Yeah, the, yeah, the focused investor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've been giving that that talk now for fifteen years, which wow. is amazing. But wow. yeah, and that comes from my background as a business coach, you know, and uh -huh. using coaching and bringing in, you know, and also what's worked best for Kathy and me as investors and learning from the investors in our network. That's the cool yeah. thing, having that network of so many people, you get mm -hmm. to learn what works, what doesn't, what has people be more focused. And yeah, that's very much about setting your intentions. Where do you want to go in the future and how do you yeah. bring it back to day-to-day -day implementation, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was I was trying to do also in my book. I, I don't want to talk about too much about that. But I, in my book, I was talking about that kind of like you, you have your goals, you pick your strategies, and then you look at the resources that you have available. To yeah, I thought like that was a great section. I love that. Yeah. The thing about fiat goals was great. Yeah, to yeah. Kind of trying to blow that ah. up. And so it's, yeah, yeah, really good book. Well done. You have, on that. You have to throw an acronym in there somewhere. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, so. absolutely. All right. So that's good. Uh, so Real Wealth Network, I mean, you have like, uh, you still have 22 employees or you have a few more now or uh, how is that? Uh, no, we've stayed the same, you know, okay. uh, things slowed down. Well, things didn't really slow down through this whole COVID thing. You know, we've been a remote company for over 10 years now. Yeah. So um, it's it slowed down a little bit just because not having as many live events. But now there's like this new upsurge, especially here in January. It's insane. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people have set resolutions or goals to become real estate investors this year. <laughs> Is, uh yeah right now but see, same amount of employees yeah, yeah okay, we, i think okay. we have 22 employees right now and then we have about i think we work with about 12 uh independent contractors yeah and you've been working remote for a while now this for you it's not the covid is not the what started how you uh how people are working remotely you've been working remotely for a while mm -hmm. so how do you manage uh what are some of the tips and tricks of managing your team like that when uh, when they're remote yeah, and I'm, I'm. It doesn't matter. I think how big your team is. You know, even if you if you've got a three person team or a thirty person team, really, 
um, you know, it was back, it was, we had an office with seven offices in it, one main center room and then seven offices and our whole staff would come in there and it was up in Walnut Creek in the Bay Area in California. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then Kathy and I moved to Malibu about 10 years ago, exactly yeah. 10 years ago, or right, right yeah. before Christmas. And, um, and so we, we had the office there and we were basically remote. And we started to hire more people from different parts of the country, one from Ohio, one from Utah, one from Arizona. And so we said, no, you don't have to come up to the Bay Area. You can live where you are. And then I read a a book called Remote from Mm -hmm. the the founders of Basecamp. And Mm -hmm. that really turned me on to be like, oh, wait a minute, we can really make this work. And we decided to end our lease and close that office down and let everyone work from home. And it's been great. And the reason it's been great is because we're very, very clear on our purpose. We're mm-hmm. very clear on our mission and we're very clear on our annual and quarterly goals. So yeah. when everyone is super clear, the whole team's clear on the vision, whole team's clear on the purpose and our core values and how we operate. It's yeah. like, it creates these inspired leaders and it doesn't, they don't have to be with each other. If it's, yeah. everyone's inspired and they're a leader, and they're taking these things on saying, these are the three or four most important things that I'm going to handle this quarter. Yeah. Um, and, and then there's trust. You got to have trust in it. And it's, mm-hmm. we've done that. We've empowered people. We've trusted them. We let them have autonomy and they deliver amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's worked yeah. really well. And we all get together once a year. We do an annual retreat where we foot the bill, um, real well foots the bill. And we go to a resort or a ski area or something like that. And gets everyone together for a couple of days. We talk about where we want to go in the future as a company. And then we just have a lot of fun together. And so as far as that culture of everyone feeling like they're friends Mm -hmm. between that and our weekly meetings, we we got a good, really good, uh, friendly group here. Yeah. So we're doing something. I have obviously a smaller team, but, uh, it's eight, eight people. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're doing something similar. We actually have a daily call um, and then very short or kind of like uh, with, you know, uh, 15 minutes just to kind of get to some issues. Anybody needs help, any accomplishments, anything that we need, uh, you need uh, help with or any challenges or lessons learned, anything you want to share. And um, so that's kind of like the purpose of that. Just very quick, 15 minutes. Great. Yeah. And then, um, then we have a longer one, like on Monday, just 30 minutes to kind of like really go through every projects. I mean, we so have you, kind of, you do a daily huddle, just kind of like a quick one, right, and yeah. then you do a, a longer yeah. weekly one. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Every week, because we go through every projects then on, we have like 40, 54 projects that we have running right now. So we kind of go like one by one <clears throat> on Monday. Nice. Then the rest of the week's a little bit more like, okay, any issues with what we talked about on Monday kind of thing. <laughs> Got it. No, that's great. And, and I think uh, in terms of goals, I think we're pretty clear as well. So I think, yeah, so that's um, so that's working pretty well too. So we're using something similar. We're also doing, um, yeah, so that's working very well. Our, our employee, the people that are working uh, for us, uh, and I never, I have a hard time calling them employees because to me, like, I think they're all like, they also, um, um, self-reliant and they're they're kind of like they work i mean i pay them a salary but it's they really work for themselves i mean they're really part of the company um so yeah Yeah, so that's 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 working very well yeah yeah i think that's key we did the same thing as far as uh yeah we don't call them employees where everyone's like on on the team or your team member or you know it's like we didn't even have to use it that way you know we just like we're here working together yeah um yeah i think that's key And, and we also do profit sharing so 
one of our guiding principles is we are entrepreneurial company and Kathy and I are entrepreneurs and we wanted to to bring that same intention into the company. So uh, if we have a good quarter, everyone has a good quarter. Exactly. (laughs) We share the wealth. Yeah, same for us too. And yeah, I mean, we actually share the, the, uh, we treat them like business partners and we say, okay, well, this is how the business did um and then this is the profits these are the profits and then we agreed up front obviously that we're going to share the profits a certain way and you know yeah so yeah exactly. i love it that sounds yeah that's, that's exactly yeah, i mean it's, it's i treat really them well. really like business partners i mean and i think they are i mean they're so um you know they're just self-reliant and um and very motivated um, the other thing too that we're doing and i think that's uh, that's important too is that that really changed the dynamic too is like going on uh on an outing together like on for us we normally we were doing it on a quarterly basis uh but of course with covid we haven't done that mm-hmm. but yeah getting together outside of the office <clears throat> somewhere that is uh, you know that's yeah, just remote. Uh, last last time we went to uh, Solaz in uh, Mexico, Cabo, nice. and then took the whole team there. And uh, yeah, just like one week, one long weekend, like four days, and then kind of just like did uh, relax and uh, it's pretty work bonding, a little bit. But, yeah, yeah, and it changed the dynamic too because you're kind of now you're kind of going going out together, you're traveling together, and it just like now it's more it's very it changes the dynamic significantly. So awesome, awesome. So I really I enjoyed that. So it sounds like you're doing the same thing, and that's really helping as well. Uh-huh. It's been good. Yeah. So when uh, part of the thing that your uh, that Real Wealth Network is doing and you and Kathy are doing is really educating um, your members. Uh, and there's a lot of other people that are messaging these same people. And I'm just like, I'm talking about like, you know, financial advisors. I'm talking about Wall Street in general, uh, different, all kinds of different groups. And these are big machines uh that uh are trying to basically get everybody to save and put their money in the 401k so they can get a fee so they can you know uh make more money uh but um so how do you how do you compete with that that messaging that's a really good question you know yeah and i don't think you know all those folks are bad you know i've got a couple good friends who are certified financial planners and they do Mm -hmm. you know they care about their clients and they do you know a really good job for them. Uh, yeah. I think it's for us, we just focus on the difference of why we like real estate more than, than wall street, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. like main street, you know, that it's easier to understand that people always need a place to live. Um, that the tax benefits are amazing. Yeah. Uh, the leverage is a huge piece, you know, when you can really talk about leverages and how, you know, using leverage and, yeah, you can do that in the stock market with margins, but you know, if if things go south, it really yeah. can wipe you out. So yeah, exactly. We just kind of just show that's part of the education, really. It's like why do why do we love real estate? Why do yeah. why do we use real estate as our vehicle for creating wealth? And we just point out some of those some of those benefits. You know, it's like yeah. there's multiple income streams from from real estate, and you got a hard asset that's not going to go away. It doesn't vaporize, and it's like mm-hmm. I think everyone has had that experience with stocks or seeing their mutual funds just plummet. And it, just real yeah. estate's a slower moving vehicle. So yeah. we love that. And you can kind yeah. of see things coming. And I think that's part of Kathy's obsession, you know, after we went through the whole 2008 craziness and it hit us hard and mm-hmm. a lot of our members hard, Kathy really got obsessed with really studying market trends. And yeah. that's why that probably one of the events you went to is probably her talking, giving her uh, yeah. market predictions for the year. 
Yeah. Um, so she's studying everything from what the Fed's doing to the, you know, from what housing is doing, population is doing, business yeah. is doing everything. And so all those benefits, when you just, usually a lot of times it's like you show that to someone and like, okay, I want to, I want to invest in real estate. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think right now, I mean, I, you know, we're all looking at the uh, kind of like what's going on with COVID and with what's going to happen with the economy, the unemployment and all the money that's being printed right now and where that money is going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you kind of like, yeah, you think about, okay, what's going to happen here? Like what's going to happen with the stock market and what's going to happen with uh, import export with the, yeah. the dollar or inflation valued. Right. And so, yeah. And inflation as well. I mean, yeah, typically when you print that much money, it's very inflationary, but now we are also printing it in a situation where that money is not, it's not necessarily being, it's just being used for survival to pay rent, to pay food and all of that. So is that going to cause, is is that going to be as inflationary as uh, it used to be? Right. It might, it might keep the stock market high, blah, 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 but, uh, or higher even, or people are going to move out and then going to go in real estate. And then we're going to have a bubble in the real estate. But yeah. uh, so it's kind of a, says is the last time she checked, people like to live indoors. So exactly. It's usually exactly. a good asset to invest in. <laughs> well, exactly. And when you have that much money that's uh, that's being printed and stuff like that, typically like a lot of people go to uh, hard assets. So they would go to gold and you can see gold and silver going up. Yeah. And then, and real estate is, uh, is another hard asset that is also a good, uh, a good vehicle to just, even if it doesn't do anything, at least it's, uh, it's a good way to park your money. Uh, and then if it pays for itself, like yeah, cash flows, then it's even better. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, Kathy and I, um, our portfolio personally is pretty much about 70% uh, in real estate. It's mm-hmm. about 10% in the stock market, just a little bit, just to yeah. kind of play and be involved and understand it a little bit more. And then, yeah. uh, 20% of it is, is in gold and silver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's been a good, good couple of years. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, we don't plan to sell not it bit, or anything, you know? Not Bitcoin. Just, We're not going to talk about Bitcoin. Though. <laughs> you do right, Bitcoin yeah, too? Yeah, that's been crazy. <laughs> you do Bitcoin too or no? Just, you know, I like $2,000 in there. Oh, just, okay, yeah. Just, just to play the game, you know. Yeah, exactly. All right, all right. And it doubled. So, <laughs> Oh yeah, well that's good. That's good. The um, so what's the next step now for the uh, for Real Wealth Network? Any kind of big projects that you're working on, or syndication, or anything like that? That uh, um, right right now we're looking at we're kind of like restructuring our syndication department because um, Maggie, who is our um, director of syndication department, she wanted to follow her dream of living all over the world yeah. and do that with her new husband, and so we. Um, she transitioned out. Now she's just kind of consulting for us. And so now what we're doing is looking for someone to kind of run our syndication department. So we've put that on hold right now, as far as taking on new syndications, we're just putting okay. focus on, you know, managing our, our current, current syndications and yeah, those yeah. projects. Uh, yeah, so yeah. yeah, go ahead. That, I mean, that's the big one is finding someone really good. Yeah. Who, really has experience and can run the syndication department really knows acquisitions can really mm-hmm. um but we're staying focused on residential real estate in our syndications it's been okay. it's been a game changer for us and our members and they've been the best ones for us as residential mm-hmm. real estate you know a lot of land entitlement and new developments you know building subdivisions it's been yeah, great. Yeah, yeah yeah you had a project near re is that reno nevada yeah yep close to reno mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so, those are yeah, yeah two two projects up there same developer yeah. but yeah. yeah, it's developing a, a lot of the whole big subdivision, some high-end homes and some moderate homes, but oh, some yeah. really nice stuff. 
Uh, what uh, any? Uh, I know you're not really the real estate, uh, the real estate guy. Uh, maybe Kathy is more. Expert. But... I should be the expert. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, any any ideas or thoughts around Austin and Detroit? Austin, Detroit. Yeah, we've done some stuff in Detroit. We've had a team in Detroit. Yeah. Um, there's there's hot, you know, good 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 side and bad side. You know that the price yeah. to acquire properties is you know very affordable and mm-hmm. um and so some some things have gone really well with you know it's always the biggest challenge is always um finding the right tenants and then yeah. and having the right property management of course yeah so that's been a little bit of our challenge in detroit if we can find a team that really has that down that's mm-hmm. that's what would definitely uh austin okay. um from what I've heard, I, Austin's almost like a mini California now because so many Californians have moved there. So it's yeah. driven the price of real estate up. Yeah. Um, so we, we tend to go in markets that are more like, you know, B-class properties that it's, that it's mm. somewhat affordable. We try to keep it in that range of like that 150 to kind of keep it under 200,000 for a property. Yeah. So okay. Austin's turn, um, from what I've seen, Austin's kind of. Yeah, that's right. Yeah driven up higher priced properties yeah. and yeah yeah and you're looking for cash flow positive exactly. cash flow kind of property so yeah so austin i was yeah okay yeah because we were just starting so we're in memphis and cleveland and uh st louis and actually now around so we're kind of expanding around cleveland so we're going to akron and then we, we were looking uh, recently at columbus uh ohio and um yeah, so I think, yeah, so we're looking at these, that pocket, and then we were kind of like, okay, we, we need to uh, look at some other markets, like, uh, so we started looking at Detroit recently. I see, yeah, the great, you know, those are all great cash yeah. flowing markets. But you have now. to be yeah. careful kind of which area, you have to be, it's very uh, nuclear, like very small areas that are, this is a good area, but you know, on the other side of the street, it's that really bad area. Yeah, so. that's why we we really only work with teams that really know the area that have a proven track record mm-hmm. because we can't be there and we don't know the market like they do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we just, we team up when we, uh, we really look at our teams. We have Tim, who's our director of um, the, these property teams in the markets. He yeah. flies out. He used to actually work for a tur- turnkey provider. Mm-hmm. So he really yeah. knows it inside and out. And he's the one who really vets the, the providers and their mm-hmm. their rehab work and where they're investing and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually lives in Ohio. So <laughs> oh, okay. Very good. Very good. I think I may have spoken to him because I think we were talking about Memphis at one point with uh with him, but okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. But um anyway. Uh, so yeah, so let's uh, talk a little bit more personal. Uh, I know uh, you and Kathy, you're kind of like the a power couple. Uh, mm-hmm. You're you're doing fantastic. You have all these these people that are really trusting your advice and your uh, your your training and everything you're saying. Uh, this is great, and you're running a great company. So um, okay. so everybody wants to emulate the power couple like you. And, um, you know, so I wanted you to share maybe some, uh, some tips and tricks maybe about working with uh, having Kathy as a co-CEO or working with your spouse as a a spouse. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, so we can, we start with that. Yeah. I'm happy to share that. You know, it's funny. It's uh, Kathy and I met, um, over 25 years ago in a personal development workshop. So we both oh, really? from, oh that, my God. from that space of like, you know, wanting to be the best version of ourselves. So she was yeah. there to grow and learn and um, be a better version of herself. And so was I, and we just, you know, fell in love with each other and 
and we've got our 24 year uh, wedding anniversary coming up next week. So wow, congratulations. Yeah, and it's, it's gone really well as we you know, except when it hasn't, <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> you know, we you go through those challenges, but you know, I mean, for me, I really, I think it, there's no tip or trick. I, mean, I think it all comes down to communication. Yeah. Um, I think that's the, the, the most important thing is empowering each other, uh, believing in each other more than we believe in ourselves. Yeah. And, and I think a huge thing that we do is every week we have a meeting uh, we have a 90 minute meeting every week that is, we call it our same page meeting where to get on the same page. Like, yeah. uh, and we ask each other questions. Like we have these set questions and just like it, one of them is how are we? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just that simple question. I think a oh. lot of couples, whether they're in business together or not, they don't stop once a week to just say, Hey, how are we? And know yeah. that you have that open space to just be vulnerable, to say anything, yeah. to say like, you know, I don't, not great right now, you know, to be able to uh, say that and say, Oh, what's going on? And then solve that issue, yeah, do something yeah. about it. So I think that's a huge one. I think it's yeah. that, that weekly meeting where you're vulnerable and open to hearing feedback, good and bad and yeah. acknowledgement, you know, I think yeah. that's key. Yeah. So that's, that's a good idea for, for another book for yourself, uh, for you to write, I think to uh, help a lot of people, because I think a lot of your members and a lot of people that uh, are investors too, I mean, we are asking them to start a business and uh, so right. many of them are married. So technically they're co-CEO also of their new business. That's a really good point. Yeah. Right. And then so, and it's, it's a little bit of a, a challenge. So how do we get on the same page? How do you get and decide, oh yeah, we're going to do this investment over this investment, or we're going to put this money in, or we're going to sell our primary residence like we, uh, like we did. <laughs> yeah, that's key. You know, it's, I think one of one of the key things is really looking at like what what are the strengths that you each bring to the relationship and the mm-hmm. in the partnership. Um, yeah. Kathy's very much a quick start. She likes to just jump into things and go for it, and she has a million ideas, and which is awesome. And you need that. And I yeah. tend to be more of a uh, creating the systems, creating the structures. Uh, yeah. um, you know, I wasn't always that way. I was like when I was younger, I used to be kind of just crazy, go for it and stuff, but. It didn't work too well for me. So I started and started to kind of take this role on of like, wait a yeah. minute, let's let's analyze this a little bit more. So in the beginning, Kathy would get frustrated saying, like, God, you move so slow. And I would get upset because she would just jump into something. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We would fail or lose or something. And and she'd say, like, oh, why didn't I do more dil- due diligence on that deal or on that uh-huh. guy, that operator or something? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. we found a way now to like through that meeting, if Kathy has an idea. She now, instead of just saying, God, will you just, let's just take action. She'll say, yeah. okay, I know you need some information. I don't need a ton, but I know you need some information. So here's that information. Do you need anything else? Yeah. And I'll say, no, this is enough. Let me analyze this. Let me check it out. Give me a day or two. And then let's meet again and talk about yeah. it. And she doesn't get upset about that process. And, and then it works really, it just works so much better. So, yeah. and if, and if uh, I understand her, so I'm not like, well, wait a minute, give me a couple of weeks here because I know that the opportunity could be gone. So I, yeah, I understand yeah. that she wants to take some quick action. So it gets me to, I don't have to overanalyze and mm. that works really well. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and for me, my the, the family dynamic is even bigger than that because I have, I have my wife, obviously that, uh, you know, we're doing business together and we've been, we started multiple businesses in the past as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we know how to work with one another and all of that. 
Awesome. But now I also have my two sons that are uh, two different personalities altogether. And then uh, one of them is really uh, is, is responsible really for the, the, the sales and marketing. Um, okay. And then he's really, you know, pushing things forward and wants to go very, very aggressively. And mm. you can't wait a little bit to kind of like, okay, let's, let's think about, let's think this through. And then that's what are some of the questions we have, like what could go wrong and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of interesting. You know, he's 25 years old. Um, he's, uh, you know, he's great. He, he also had like, he's, I think his first business was, I uh, mean, I forget how young he was, I think like 16 or something like that, or maybe even younger. Nice. And then, um, so he, yeah, so it's kind of interesting to work with him because it's never fast enough. And then at the same time, I want to say, well, you know, let's just think about it. Like we don't have to rush. Uh, you know, the the deal is still going to be there tomorrow, and then we can, you know. Yeah, and I think, think it's understanding it. people's different ways, the way they take action. Have you heard yeah. of the Colby assessment? K O L B E. No. Yeah, and you might want to look that up. It's called okay. Col Colby. It was created by this woman, Kathy Colby. K O L B E. Mm -hmm. And it's an assessment. I learned about it in strategic coach. Kathy and yeah. I both went through strategic coach for a couple of years okay. and it's an assessment. It doesn't take too long. We have everyone on our team. And before we hire someone, we have them take this assessment. And basically it, it kind of tells you how you like to take action, how you operate. So, and you give these, you get a different, you get a Colby score. So you get four okay. different numbers. Okay. So one is like, how much information do you need? Some people are real analysts and they need a whole bunch. And some people yeah. are like, just jump in. Yeah, the yeah, next yeah. one is, do you like to create systems and structures? Is that something where you're strong and need that? Mm. The next one is called quick start. Do you like to yeah. just jump into things or do you, are you very slow at that? And then the last one is, are you tangible? Do you like to do things with your hands and get involved and really figure out how things work? Yeah, so yeah, my, yeah. You know, Kathy's like a two, two, 10, two. So she's like low in everything except for the quick start, which is like, just go for it. Yeah. And then I'm a little bit more moderate. I'm like a four, five, four, four, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Four, five, five, four. And so I'm not as much jump into something, but at the same time, I'm not like a 10 yeah. on that four, first number. That's all about research. So I'm yeah. not a fact finder. I don't have to, I only need a level four, Yeah, but you can see where Kathy needs a level. So it's like, you could understand your sons better. Mm -hmm. And then you look at that and you all look at it together and it's like, oh, I see what I need from you and what you need yeah, from yeah. me. Mm. really good one yeah we did a similar um there was one that's famous one i forget what it's called i forget both of them actually we did another assessment that was more Myers like a Briggs or disc yeah yeah uh, myers-briggs we uh we didn't do that one but that's one that um i did a long time ago mm -hmm. and it seemed a little bit too complex um uh, right and the last one that we did was kind of like a quadrant and um i forget what they are i think it was like dominant or it was a disc, disc profile, D right, the disc, yeah, yeah. So, um, so that was great too because it was, it was not a, it was easy to kind of like even when you spoke to somebody on the phone, to, when you were speaking to somebody on the phone, you would be able to say, okay, well, this person is really needs a lot of information uh, or it's asking a lot of questions. Yeah. They don't speak very loud. And, you know, and then you were able to kind of like adjust then how, how they want to be spoken to what kind of right. information. Yeah. They're not in the dominant category. Exactly. Anymore. So yeah, no, it's great. So that was kind of neat. So we, we did that and um, yeah, so that, so we have a lot of dominance in our, in our, uh, 
in our team. So that's that's another problem. But at least we know. And and the, but there's also like a sub a subcategory. So you may be D, but also kind of like S at the same time, which meant um, I forget what it meant, but it meant something um, different. Right. I can't remember that one either now. But yeah. So that was a pretty the, good have you one. Read the book Traction. Traction, no. Yeah. Um, that is really good. It's the EOS system, the entrepreneurial operating system. Okay. That's been transformative. You know, it's like I had, you know, I'm kind of obsessed with like personal development and business yeah. development. Yeah. And I've read so many things from Jim Collins to Vern Harnish to yeah. Dan Sullivan, all these guys. And then Traction is by uh, the author's Gino Wickman, okay. G I N O, Gino Wickman. Yeah. And it's uh, the system. It kind of takes the best of the best of all those and pulls it all into one really powerful system. Mm-hmm. There's like thousands of companies running on it. We st- now, we yeah. um, I think we started it about three and a half years ago at Real Wealth, and now we run it. The whole company's run on this EOS system. Okay. We have an EOS implementer who's a consultant who's certified in it, who comes in and he runs our annual meetings. He runs our quarterly meetings with our leadership team. Oh, wow. And the reason I bring it up is because it not only gives you an amazing tool for like setting the clarity around that, that the major eight components of your business around people and process and, and all that, but it also it turns your meetings into what they call level 10 meetings. Okay. So it gives a process for having really effective meetings. And what I love the most about it is team health is one of the most important factors because if okay. you don't have team health in your company, even if it's a little, if your company's a little bit sick in the team yeah, health thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. it can really have a, a the biggest negative impact on the company and the productivity yeah, yeah, yeah. and the effective. So I would highly recommend that you read Traction. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good. I mean, that, that's a good time to uh, to talk about that. Books, book recommendations. I know you're an avid reader and uh, yeah. So any kind of uh, book recommendation you want to uh, mention? Sure. I mean, uh, if anyone's thinking about, you know, having a remote company, which they probably might have been forced into it, that book remote was really good. I thought that Mm. was a great one. Um, Let me see some of the other ones beyond entrepreneurship. Okay. It's by Jim Collins. It's kind of one of his less known books. I know he just came out with a new version, which is really cool because that was kind of like, I don't know why it didn't get noticed as much like good to great took off so much to last. But this came before those. It's called Beyond Entrepreneurship. And that's just a, that's a great book. Okay. Um, Let me think of some of the other ones. Of course, Kathy's book, if you're thinking about real estate investing, Retire Rich with Rentals. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of the best of the best that she knows. She really tried to, her whole focus with real estate investing for our members is to simplify the process, to make it easy to understand. So she doesn't mind asking the stupid questions and all that. So, uh, so that's a great one. Retire rich with rentals. Yeah. Um, Extreme success, extreme success, which is a book I wrote. (laughs) Yeah. Back in 2002, I can't believe it's been that long. And Uh um, yeah. And that's more about, that's really about looking at the 10 major areas of your life and how can you expand your level of satisfaction into all these different areas of your life, whether it be mm-hmm. health and fitness or career or money or your relationship or your spirituality. And it's like, really, how do you take those different areas? And I have an assessment in there where people mm-hmm. can assess how satisfied are they with these different areas and then take a look at, okay, where do I want it to be? Well, if this were a, if I rated this a three today, what would it look like if it was an eight or a nine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just give oh, a whole good. bunch of tools in there. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think some of the, 
I mean, Getting Things Done, I think was a great book by David Allen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, Getting getting Things Done was a really good one. The E-Myth was the first yeah, book yeah, I ever myth, read. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was my first book. My uncle got me that book many, many years ago. I think I was probably 19 or 20. And then after E-Myth, you look at four-hour work week. That was a great one for me too. Yeah, yeah so that's for so our that work week. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I think that, that these two, like to me, like they were, yeah, these three actually were like pretty transformative because I think they, they're so easy to understand and they're just like, okay, yeah, you want to start a business and then just like, okay, but you have to think about your business of different departments, even though you're very, very small and you have one big department kind of break it down, break the processes, break the uh, thing. And, yeah. then, and then the four-hour work week helps you kind of like off offload that or take them off your plate and send them to a VA or something like that. So yeah, that was the the biggest mental shift and mindset shift that I had from the four hour work week, which people weren't talking about that much back then. I read that in like 2007, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was really about the whole focus of real wealth now is living life on your own terms, Uh not being bound, not being enslaved by your job, you know, having the freedom to be entrepreneurial and everything. So it's yeah. like, that became our major focus at Real Wealth is, yeah. you know, it's like, how no, can we no, help other good. people do that? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's my focus as well. I and mean, that financial freedom, but also, you know, retirement, I think there's, we're going to head into, we're heading into a major retirement crisis, in my opinion. And it's been brewing for a long yeah, time, for many years. Yeah. And uh, but now, you know, you have more and more of the baby boomers that are going to be retiring. The stock market is going to be is, is going to be crashing or having some kind of adjustment. Uh, interest is very low. So if they're thinking of doing any kind of annuity, that's going to be very not very good. Uh, right. So, yeah, so I think we're going to have a major issue in our hand so yeah absolutely yeah. i'm glad that we're helping people avoid yeah, it exactly, <laughs> the yeah. best we can yeah exactly so well rich thank you very much i really appreciate your time uh, so I, and i'm gonna add these uh these book recommendations to the um to the notes at the bottom of the uh of the video Excellent. so thank you very much much of luck for 2021 in the future and uh, I'll talk to you later all right see you later thanks Thank you for listening to Break Away from the Rat Race with your host, Eric Martel. If you want to share your story and experience with our listeners, please message us on Facebook at Break Away from the Rat Race. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast on iTunes.